Hi, I'm Vicki Bolson, and welcome to Taking Care in Business, a podcast I created out of my passion for using business as a force for good. From environmental practices to social impacts and all that falls within the realm of corporate social responsibility, I'm always curious about how organizations are taking care in business. I'm glad we're here today because we are talking about one of my favorite things. Um, well, there's a couple things. I'm really into therapy and we're going to be talking about animal assisted therapy today. And what's even cooler is that we're talking about horse therapy, which I never even like really, you know, like I love going horseback riding on a vacation and it makes me feel so much joy. And so when I heard about agape, which is a writing, I, I don't know, th- therapy center. Mm-hmm. I that's here in Indy. I started sleuthing, and I I see that it, that it it's all over the United States. And then I started reading about outcomes, and I was like, well, of course, this makes total sense. So today we have the executive director of Agape, Stephanie Amick. I hope I said that right, Stephanie. It's Let long. It's a long A. It's Amick. Amick, Stephanie Amick. Okay. That's why I ask because I don't want to butcher people's names. And I should have asked you before, but we have Stephanie Amick here with us, who is the executive director. And I'm so excited. I'm excited to be here. I'm great. Thanks. Good, good. Well, like I said, I... It's kind of like a duh moment when you, you know, you think of, you don't think of things until you're uh, faced with them sometimes. And so then I'm like, of course it makes sense. It would be so important for social, mental, physical health and wellness. Um, and I'm just wondering how you personally got involved in this. If you could tell us a little bit about your background. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I owned horses in an earlier part of my adult life with my first husband for about eight years. And prior to that, I actually worked on a dude ranch in Colorado in between summers in college. And so had some experience, loved horses, didn't grow up with them. And then about nine years ago, when I was working for the Indiana Sports Corporation, we did a day of service as a staff where we went out and volunteered at Agape for the entire day. And I didn't even know this this world of therapeutic writing was even a thing, given some experience with horses in my past. And so just stay loosely connected to what Agape was doing. And um, lo and behold, you know, I've been the executive director now for going on almost four years. And it has been a really fun and wild ride. (laughs) Yeah. Well, what's really interesting is that you said that you just got interested in it nine years ago when you did an experience with the former employer. And and I get it because I was secretly thinking, okay, okay, when I retire, maybe I can be a volunteer. And so then I was like really looking into it. You have to be certified though by, are there various organizations that certify you as a therapy? And and I know that there's more to it than just the writing. We'll get into that. But to be like an actual therapy, equine therapist is a certification. So we have certified instructors. So we're really careful to be uh, to say that we offer therapeutic writing 
not therapy. So our instructors who facilitate classes with our writers are certified through our international accreditation body called uh, the Professional Association of Therapeutic Horsemanship. So we refer to it as PATH or, you know, as the acronym. But as a volunteer, we train volunteers to know everything they need to know to participate and help out in classes. So they don't have to have any prior horse experience. They can learn to be a sidewalker to help stabilize riders while they're riding. They can be a horse handler where they're actually leading the horse with a lead rope. But all of our instructors, because we are a premier accredited facility, are certified and trained. And there is a, a about a year long process, if you will, to kind of become certified. So think of it as becoming a personal trainer. You know, there's a, a test you have to take, there's hours you have to have and, you know, experience before we put you in an arena with horses and children and adults with over 50 different diagnoses. Yeah, okay. which makes sense. And I love that um, that's what really got me was I thought, okay, you don't have to be a, a rider. Like you can literally help with the feeding and the grooming, mm-hmm. um, but also for patients or customers, those things, I'm sure they don't all ride. I'm sure that a lot of the different, um, uh, what do you call them? Do you call them customers or patients? We call them participants, participants, participants or, or students, you know, depends on, yeah. So we, we offer two things. So most about, uh, I know 60% of what we do are for therapeutic writing. So writers who of all ages, starting at the age of four, all the way up through seniors are actually getting on a horse and riding. So they're learning horsemanship skills of how to groom, how to tack, how to walk, trot, canter. And then there are groups that we serve that we do more what we call groundwork with. So it's called equine assisted learning. So they're not necessarily getting on a horse, riding a horse, but they're using the horse to facilitate uh, teaching. And, you know, we have different curriculums that we walk through. And so those groups are groups like addiction recovery groups, um, school groups, other nonprofit organizations like a, a day spring center where they'll bring their homeless youth out to our facility and they'll learn things like teamwork and how to be assertive and how to communicate and just, you know, all these life skills. So we like to say at the barn, we teach a little bit about horsemanship, but a lot about life. Yes, of course. I mean, I can only imagine that, for example, for a group like the the youth that are had experienced um, being unhoused, that they leave feeling they're they have a sense of control that they otherwise didn't have, or that they are better at asking for help, mm-hmm. you know, and 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 then receiving it because they're going to be in the need of receiving help and just. Things that, you know, you don't have the self-esteem to understand maybe that you lack, you know? So I just, I I just, I just love the whole concept. I just think it's so brilliant. And I'm sure that the volunteers walk away having learned a million things too. Absolutely. You know, in a world coming out of the last two to three years where everybody's experiencing loneliness and isolation, you know, what we provide at the barn, whether it's for a volunteer or for our participants, 
is connection, you know, and that's what we all want. We all want connection, whether it's connection with other humans, connections with a horse or another animal. And then they find, you know, it just kind of unlocks their greatest potential, right? They find hope, they find healing, they find just unconditional love, which is what agape means. You know, we, you know, before conversations around diversity, equity, inclusion, accessibility all started, you know, I mean, we kind of already embody a lot of that because of out of obviously out of who we already serve and the kind of services and programming that we provide. But at the end of the day, like what we do really well is provide consistent services and a place where people can feel loved. They can feel a connection. They can dress up have a little bit of peace and joy for like an hour out of their day. Because when, once they're connecting with the horse, they kind of like, you know, it's kind of like you forget about all the other struggles and challenges you have throughout the day. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I mean, I think that you touched on with the, um, the last few years that we've all been through, have you seen an increase due to that? Yeah, for sure. We we have our we we have two facilities, one on the north side of Indy in Cicero, which is just north of Noblesville, and one on the east side in Greenfield. And both of our facilities have waiting lists. We are seeing more and more people who are reaching out because of mental health challenges, right? So we get a lot of calls every every week that, you know, it's a, it's a mom who's like my 14 year old daughter's experiencing anxiety and depression. She's started to self-harm. We heard about therapeutic writing. Can we come check it out? You know, and yeah, we serve a couple hundred people every week through therapeutic writing, and then probably close to another hundred individuals each week through our equine assisted learning and different groups that come on site. So um, we're at a real crossroads and a really exciting place for Agape, just in that we're at max capacity and we have been for years. And so we are, um, we have embarked on kind of a new, new, exciting journey to build a larger facility to serve central Indiana. I saw that. And you're with your capital campaign. Yeah. That's great. So you could get these people off your, off your wait list, hopefully, um, yeah. Yeah. So anybody listening, you can go to Agape. It's spelled A-G-A-P-E. And is it agape. agape. Yeah. Agape writing.org. Okay. Yes. To check out that, that capital campaign. Um, so would two things, when did you open and when are you hoping to have this expansion open? Okay. Well, I think if I'm here, I'm hearing you right. So, Agape launch. Yeah. Agape has been around for just over 35 years now. So okay. it started okay. back in 1986 and we are hopeful to break ground in 2024 on the new facility, which will be at Stony Creek Farms, the old Stony Creek Farm in Noblesville off of State Road 38. And, and then hopefully, you know, depending on construction timelines and such, be able to move in sometime in early 2025. Wow. Wow. So I read on your website that you have served over 50,000 people. So with this new launch in 2025, 
um, what kind of scaling do you see in individuals that will be helped? Yeah, so right now, this facility will will ultimately replace our Cicero location altogether. And so our Cicero location has one indoor year-round riding arena, and our new facility will have two indoor riding arenas with a, an ample outdoor arena as well for additional programming. So essentially, you know, we will for sure be able to double the impact, if not close to triple the amount of people we can serve on a weekly annual basis. Oh, that's, that's great. That's so awesome. Um, could you, I, I didn't ask you to prepare for this, so you probably have a million stories at the tip of your tongue, but if it's maybe not fair to ask you to pull out one, but I would love to hear an impact story, like somebody who, who, who reached out, they registered, you brought them in and how it changed their life. Gosh. Yeah. There are so many great <laughs> stories and, and it, it is a little challenging sometimes to narrow it down to one, but I will share, I will share the story that we are featuring um, as part of our year in giving campaign right now. It's a young boy who is just turned 14. His name is Liam and he came to Agape because he was, ex- he had um, severe ADHD and like I said, we serve over 50 different diagnoses. So everything from ADHD to Down syndrome to cerebral palsy to anxiety, depression, you know, you name it, kind of the whole gamut. Well, tw- because of COVID in 2020 and being at home from school, there were some things that were exacerbated in his you know, cognitive function, his emotional, his ADHD and Fast forward, his family discovered that he had Tourette syndrome, which resulted in once he got back into school after COVID, very, um, very much verbal tics. So he would have some outbursts, use some inappropriate language during school, and really struggled with anxiety and depression as well. So along with the ADHD, had some anxiety and depression. So long story short, there was a time where um, Liam, you know, before he turned a teenager, tried to take his life. And he had been coming to Agape, Agape and his horse, JR, who is is one of our mules that we have on our property, you know, connected. And Liam ended up in a residential facility for a time period because of his suicidal ideation. And it was the, it was his mom talking to him every day about the opportunity to come back to Agape once he was out of the residential facility that really she says saved his life. Um, and so he just has this beautiful connection, right? Every week of coming to the barn, finding joy. Um, you know, his his journey is not over. It's never gonna be over, you know, for a lot of our, our participants, their diagnosis is something they're gonna live with for the rest of their life. So, you know, it. but for that one hour every week, you know, he can, find peace and calmness and ease and not feel agitated and learn to use his communication in a positive way. And, and so, and just be able to manage anxiety and, and depression. And, and so I think, you know, that's just, 
one example, right, of, um, you know, some some different diagnoses that you you were all familiar with. But, you know, I think therapeutic writing, when it started over 50 years ago, was really for people with physical disabilities, right? They were learning to create balance and core strength on the back of a horse. And now this, this industry has grown and, you know, it serves veterans who are working through PTSD. It serves, you know, these kinds of young teenagers and um, recovering TBI adults, you know, who have had a TBI. I mean, it just is really cool to see the power of, of, of using horses. Of course. Now that is a beautiful story. Like seriously, I can't imagine the frustration that um, Liam was going through. And then as a parent, you know, being a parent to three kids to what it does to a parent to watch their kids suffer. So I just, I imagine just the gratefulness they have for agape for for that weekly that you know it's a rough day but they know got two more days and then we're going to have this we're going to be able to get there and do what we know is a positive experience for our whole family you know yeah and i'll share one more quick story too we have a, a an older gentleman who's probably close to 70 now who 20, just over 20 years ago was in a, in an accident and really kind of left him bedridden. And like his, his wife was told like, Ron's probably never going to walk again. He's probably not going to have a lot of verbal ability to communicate. And, um, and, and so he had some past experience riding horses and I don't exactly know the path to how he found Agape, but when he came to Agape, he was basically laying down on a horse. So if you would think of like, we have an electric lift that can put him up on the horse and he didn't have any strength to be able to sit up on his own. So we would have like five or six walkers, walkers, sidewalkers around him to help stabilize him on the back of the horse. Well, Fast forward 15, 20 years later, he's been riding at Agape for every, you know, for an hour every week. And Ron now rides independently, sitting up with no additional help, um, which is just unheard of. Oh, that's so amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Is he also more mobile just generally? He's more mobile. He's still in a wheelchair. He's still nonverbal um, because of the traumatic brain injury. But, you know, he has this one hour where he gets physical activity. He gets to socialize with his volunteer and the instructor that he works with every week. And, you know, for some of our older adult writers that have been coming for 10, 15, 20 years, they may now live in like a group residential home. And it's their one hour of socialization, physical activity, you know, just a place that they know they're going to look forward to being able to come every week. And some weeks they're riding a horse, some weeks they might be just grooming or walking the horse around, but it's just that, you know, I mean, we all, we all have that, right. That thing that you look forward to every week, you know, it's like kids going to their soccer practice every week or their gymnastics class. Right. And, and that's what we provide for these, these um, children and adults. That is just so cool. I'm a little, like, I got just like a little emotional here because I'm just thinking about just, I don't know, like how blessed I feel, you know, that I'm not in a position where 
I, I need to, um, reach out and use services like this, although it sounds like a blast, you know? Yeah. Um, okay. I have a logistical question. What okay. about insurance? Does insurance pay for this kind of therapy? It does not pay for therapeutic writing. Now there is a different, um, a different form of therapeutic writing called hippotherapy. And there are a couple other facilities in the area that offer that. And that's typically where a doctor's office has referred um, usually a young child to do hippotherapy, which is half the time in like a, th- a true typical therapy room setting with a PTOT speech therapist. And then the other 30 minutes on the back of a horse working on, you know, speech delays or, you know, developmental delays a lot of times. But what happens is a lot of those kids kind of age out of that or insurance kind of says, okay, you've been there for a year, you know, you're done. And then they'll continue writing at places like Agape because we, the largest population of who we serve are children and adults with autism. So we are really well equipped and our instructors are trained on, you know, how to help facilitate meaningful um, horseback riding for them that just continues to give them additional skills and things that they need to be successful in their life. But that form, hippotherapy, they are able to use insurance and bill insurance, but what we offer is all private pay. Yeah. People always are asking about, you know, the, the insurance questions. Sure. Um, So we talked about the, the, the children illnesses and disabilities that can lead to um, benefiting from this kind of therapy. And obviously we gave a great example of, um, of an adult, um, the group staff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm envisioning like a, like a AA group wanting to come and ride together. Am I envisioning that correctly? Yeah, yeah, we serve a couple different addiction recovery facilities um, who are, you know, groups of individuals that are in a residential program. And then we serve other groups um, like organizations like Prevail, who are helping um, people who have been that are victims of abuse or violence. And we serve groups like Grit into Grace, who who is an organization in Indianapolis, who are helping rescue women out of, you know, sex exploitation, sex trade, sex trafficking. And what we do is they come, you know, like you said, like you're envisioning the right thing. Like they come, they work as a group with the horses and they each week have kind of a different theme around what they're working on. So like I said, it might be how to be assertive, how to stand up, how to say no, and how to direct, you know, a horse away from your space and how to have, you know, greater self-confidence. And so really really what's really fun is once we take these groups of individuals, a lot of adults, you know, in addiction recovery through our 10 or 12 week curriculum, by the end of the class, they all get to do what we call this experience where they get to paint um, on the horse words like love, trust, confidence, you know, that represents what they've learned or how they've grown in a certain area in their life through the use of horses. So we have some really cool pictures of what that looks like, you know, 
And of course, like it all washes off. So we don't leave it on the horse. <laughs> it kind of becomes this really unique, you know, billboard for what they've learned through their time at Agape. And uh, we get letters all the time of just how meaningful those experiences have been. I mean, just think of also, you know, taking your your team, your your company team to an experience, like instead of going to the escape room or to Top Golf, you come to a horse barn like Agape and you do a team building activity with horses. Like, of course you're gonna remember that, you know, and you're gonna learn your we do our our instructors are so great in facilitating how what you learn at the barn you can apply to all the other areas of your life. Oh that's 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 really cool. Um you know, cause you're in the moment, you know, and you're just feeling the things, but to have that, that kind of uh parallel to be, to be provided. Well, well the, the, the unique thing about horses is they're very much a social being. So they mimic and mirror back to you kind of the feelings and the energy that you have in the moment. And they can sense, you know, if you're kind of down or sad one day, or if you're, you know, if a child comes in with really high hyper energy, you know, the horse is going to be like, whoa, you know, like, what's going on? Uh, and help and, and then help regulate all of that. Like, that's what's so powerful in what we do with horses. Yeah, oh, I love it. Well, clearly, it really impacted you because you went there through yes. <laughs> the sports yes. core for an activity and then the yep. wheels started turning. I love that. Well, I I want to make sure agaperiding.org that everybody has that in case they want to volunteer, donate to the capital campaign or d- just donate, um, whether they ha- know of or need your services, they can go there and get more information. Did I touch on everything that you want to tell us about Agape? I think so. Yeah. I can't think of anything else off the top of my head. If there's something coming up that you want to talk about, um, for those that are listening outside of Indiana, do you have, um, what do you suggest they Google if they want to find a service like this in their state? Yeah, I would international yeah. yeah it's it's a global you know path international is you know we have probably close to 400 therapeutic writing centers here in the u.s but there are other centers um in other countries so if you google therapeutic writing center you'll get those that pop up in your area and and they all you know i can't vouch for all of them but you know if they're accredited through an organization like path or CHA, which stands for Certified Horsemanship Association, you know, they've kind of got a little bit more credential. I mean, there are a lot of other smaller little centers where somebody's got a barn and some horses in their backyard, and they just want to help people, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. And so, but we, we are a bit more of a, you know, Agape is a bit more of a larger nonprofit, you know, um, sophisticated (laughs) program, and we track we track progress and metrics and record all of that and provide data back to organizations and parents, parents and guardians on how their how their um, child or individual is doing on a regular basis. And we're just delighted to be able to be here serving Central Indiana and looking forward to the next chapter of growth for us and being able to serve more people. Yes. 
Well, thank you. Thank you. Seriously. Yeah. For all the great work totally. you guys do. And, um, I keep you in mind a lot when, you know, I meet people and I think somebody needs to meet someone. So if that happens, um, and there's a good partner, potential funder, I'll send them your way. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. And like you said earlier too, we are always looking for volunteers, even if, you know, you can't come out on a weekly, regular basis, or if you want to bring out your company team and do a, a, you know, a couple hours of service or a half day of service or you know, you want to bring your family out and volunteer during the holidays or, you know, whatever. There's there's all kinds of things to do around the barn um, that, you know, involve the horses or don't involve the horses, depending on what your interests are. Yes. And we need to get back out there because we were supposed to paint and then it rained <laughs> the summer. Yeah. Yep. So we will uh, we'll regroup and get back out there um, with great. something that you need from us. That's great. Um, and then we'll get to see it in action. So awesome. Thank you very much, Stephanie. Really oh, appreciate you, you spending time with me today. Absolutely. Taking Care in Business is hosted by Vicki Bolson and is co-produced by me, Morgan Hartman and Addie Miller. Together, we're all part of the team here at Bolson Group. If you enjoyed today's episode and you'd like to help support our show, please follow and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. For the latest news and updates, be sure to check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Taking Care in Biz, that's biz with a Z, or by going to our website at takingcareinbusiness.com. If you have any questions, comments, or have a guest suggestion, you can email us at info at takingcareinbusiness.com. Thank you for joining us today and stay tuned for our next episode to learn more about using business as a force for good.